The film and TV show is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. And now, you will fly to him. And you will battle him. To the death. Black and blue. Fight night. The greatest gladiator match in the history of the world. God versus man. Day versus night. Son of Krypton versus Bat of Gotham. Tell me, do you bleed? You will. Good evening and welcome to the Film and TV Show with me, Richard S., on this very brisk Monday evening. Um, as you could probably tell from the intro, um, we're going to be doing Batman versus Superman, but we're not just going to be doing Batman versus Superman. Myself and my two fabulous guests who uh, joined me, as always, it feels like it's quite a regular thing mm. now. It's have... becoming re- quite regular, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. Is that so, a good thing or yeah, a bad thing? I, don't know. I, th- I think it's a very good thing. I think it's a very, very good thing. So we're, we're going to fix Batman versus Superman. Yep, you heard me right. We're going to fix it. So we're going to discuss what we think should have happened in Batman versus Superman, how we're going to fix it and change it, and how what sort of impact that would have on the new Justice League film. Because it only feels right that we should hark back to the predecessor film of Justice League because it has uh, Affleck and everybody else in it as well. So um, we'll get started in just a minute. If you are listening on the podcast, thank you very much for listening. It's amazing. If you could drop me a a quick review, that would be brilliant. If you are following on uh, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, that's awesome. I do massively appreciate it, and it's uh, and it's great that you are getting involved. Um, if you could share it with your friends, that'd be even better. And uh, and yeah, that'd be great. My tea of the week isn't actually a tea of the week, unfortunately. It's too damn cold to wear just a t-shirt. So I have uh, I just have my hoodie on, my film and TV show hoodie that you can buy from Sorella Print if you really want to. Um, <laughs> it's great publicity for the show, which is brilliant, and it's also quite comfortable as well. So if you do need anything, go to speak to Sorella Print. You can find them on Twitter at Sorella Print, um, and you can buy. Any of the stuff, there's going to be some tops coming out as well soon, which is even better. So Great. So, yeah. Great. So, <laughs> great. Right. Great. Hey, I'm, I'm, I've messaged her to get, to get me one of these. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Absolutely. You, everyone should absolutely have one of these hoodies because they are actually comfortable mm. as hell, which is brilliant. Okay, so let's crack straight into it then. Batman versus <laughs> Superman. Where do we yeah. start? Where, where do we start? Because it... It, it, it was bad. Start from the top. Hey, no, right, I'm, I'm always going to be fighting the rear guard here because I don't think it was as bad as they were made out. I agree it wasn't the best film ever, but it wasn't the like 30% or whatever it is. Yeah, got. but it, yeah, I would never ever trust Rotten Tomatoes as far as I can throw no. them. That's just full of people that want to slate mm. everything they physically can. They'll, Unless it's Marvel. Unless it's Marvel, in which case they absolutely nice. look. Well, of course they do because <laughs> Marvel's already set in stone and it's already yeah. established, whereas DC's kind of fledgling. It's a family favourite for Marvel, and then you had DC come, and uh, a lot of people put their backs up to it. Yeah, it's yeah, just uh, yeah. one of those things. It's it's an outsider coming in to try and yeah. steal your steal your family. <laughs> steal um, your family. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. nice. be careful. DC's yeah. coming to yeah, steal your to... children. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's why and you should never ever see Justice League. No, no, I completely uh, disagree with that. But um, but yeah. If we're uh, starting from the very top, let's start at the title because I think even Batman versus Superman is just so bland. Yeah, it, it's, it's or Dawn of Justice. I, I mean, seriously I would, though, I mean that's just mm. that, that's just like Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Mm. Yeah, absolute crap. Like, oh, I, I don't know what you could really. I didn't really give that the much thought in terms of the title, but to me, it really does feel like drab uninteresting it pretty much tells you exactly what you're going to get in the movie the movie doesn't really expand on anything past that and then you just get this sort of like vanilla experience and the name is even vanilla like i just 
Yeah, I I know what you mean. Um, like, I mean, I think you know the the name the Batman versus Superman was to draw in people that have always wanted to see that fight on the big screen. I really like. You know, it's yeah. been in the comics and so many times. Well, several times now, and it's this you know that kind of thing between well, Superman is this you know not almost indestructible human uh, and Batman's Krypton, Batman. and Batman is Batman, so he always <laughs> wins. So you know what. You know, it's kind of an, an immove, uh, what's it, a unstoppable force meets an immovable object kind of yeah. thing. Who's going to come out on top? Even though Superman should easily win, yes. yeah. is not. You know, you you oh, can't no, ever I, discount Batman because the, he's Batman. The thing is, and I have to agree with Andrew on this one, <laughs> is that a lot of people discount Superman as like a, a dumb hillbilly from like the countryside of the U.S. But in the comics and everything, he is genius level. He can read books like in seconds. Uh, and is comparable to Batman in terms of his intellect. So the fact that you're taking a Batman with no superpowers versus a Batman with all the superpowers, you could keep saying, like, oh, Batman can prepare, but there's only so much preparation for an ass-kicking that you can do. It's <laughs> so much. Yeah, I think but... that's the best line I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, what gets me is that with, uh, with, with Superman, and let's start from Man of Steel, Quickly pop back to yeah, Man of yeah, Steel. Let's, let's go there. With Henry, Henry Cavill. I mean, yeah. lovely guy, I'm sure. Mm. But he's as wooden as the stick is my wife uses to, to do the pasta. <laughs> okay, it's just ridiculous. He's, he, he is probably the worst. Well, actually, no, he's not the worst because Brandon Ralph is probably Ooh, the worst yeah. Superman um, by, a, by a country mile. Unfortunately, sorry, Atom. Possibly um, poorly directed, <laughs> though. Yes. Yeah, but then you have to say, is... Is the fact that Cavill is so bad as Superman in all three movies, Man of Steel, mm. uh, Batman vs. Superman, and Justice League, is that because of the shoddy writing and, and the direction? Because... I, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not convinced that it was necessarily his acting that caused you know, him to be just a bit bland. Do you know what I mean? It, it, I, I think that's down to the, the story that he's given. Mm. It just feels a bit... I think it's such a... I think it's a a really impossible task to give any uh, actor the job of bringing someone so so sort of invincible and so invulnerable uh, to the big screen and make them connectable. Relatable, yeah. Yeah, and relatable to to their audience. But he just isn't that... He just isn't that relatable. He's not that... That's that's the problem, yeah. That's why I think Batman succeeds on so many levels, because people, like, despite his wealth and his, uh, like, intelligence, people can still connect with him because he's a human and he does bleed. But that's the thing, isn't it? Like, you going kind of on a sideways tangent, but in the video games, you never see video (laughs) games of the superpowered characters with the super weapons because, well, there's no sense of kind of... How do you fight them? How do you kind of, you know, almost how do you beat them? Whereas the bat, the bat, there's been Batman game after Batman mm-hmm. game after Batman game because and they're struggling it, it's to make a easy Superman to one. kind of put him into a scenario because you're fighting regular human beings and then there's the occasional kind of, you know, slightly superpowered or or whatever, you know, slightly different uh, person. Whereas you know, like they made like the Iron Man game which tanked because it didn't really, you know, again it was just like. Almost felt too powerful. Yeah. Mm. To how do you how do you fight against that without everything becoming kind think, of you know you're punching through buildings and that kind of thing. I think that's generally the just that's the difficulty with superhero games in general though. Like um, the powers can just make it so well comparatively to the on screen appearances to what you get in the game. It will either feel completely lackluster and uh, doesn't remind you of Thor or Iron Man or it makes you feel exactly like that but all the enemies that you're facing are completely bland and um, yeah. easy to tr- uh, easy to just destroy. No, absolutely, right. no, I, I completely agree with you. I See, to, to fix Batman versus Superman, I would change this is what I would mm-hmm. do Okay, yeah. I won't say with who or what like, but We I can would, go through like I, I, would, I would change Superman change Batman Change director and change Lex Luthor because yeah. uh, who is it? Is it Jesse Eisenberg or is it yes. Michael Serra? Because they're both so <laughs> interchangeable and so forgettable I that. that I just I, I just don't know. They're both the same actor with different yeah. faces and they're, they're both forgettable actors, yeah. unfortunately. But I know it's Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, it's Jesse. I know it's Jesse Eisenberg. And the, the issue mm. I have with him is that Lex Luthor was never insane. 
Yes, Lex Luthor correct. was yeah. never insane. He yeah. was he was smart and he was very very articulate and he was very um, eccentric. Yeah. But he was never crazy ever. And Jesse Eisenberg plays this character who is almost unrecognisable mm-hmm. as the Lex Luthor that we know yeah. and we love yeah. or loathe, depending on how you look at it. But yeah. I, I would change him, and do you know right? Do you know who I would change him for? I've uh, got a cast in mind. I, as I've well. got I've got three people I'd Ooh. love to see as Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, <laughs> as Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Well, yeah, just replace Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> yeah. No, as Lex Luthor. See, I would have these are a bit random, right? Go I'd have it. Jack Gleason, Joffrey. Oh, okay. Uh, he's he's no longer an actor anymore, but I it's but, like a dream team, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you, you know, but yeah, I, I think because he plays sinister really well. Yeah, he would have been very, very good. Um, Nicholas Holt, who's in. I know he's so you're in. Going I know for a young Lex Luthor still. But then, but yes, yeah, yeah I would yeah. because when you when you listen to the dialogue, you get the feeling that he's a younger type of, mm. like you know, a, a younger character. In terms of Nicholas Holt, I've not seen him do any sort of menacing roles, but he is a good actor. But then, so. he, yeah, but he's very, very, he's very articulate, and he has that look about him that. Is quite can be quite sinister. Yeah, but then I'd also go with Jamie Bell because I really like Jamie Bell. I think he's just oh, I, well, but I, he's not. He does he does exceptionally well in well, Detroit. I've seen him in Six Days, which is the uh, Iranian embassy. Yeah, uh, yeah. SAS. That's okay. So I do agree that he's getting better as an actor. Uh, I'm not sure if he's ready to play like uh, you know triple A list movie villain. Yeah, but then, yeah. but then you you've have got to, to give kind people of, chances, haven't you? But I you've got, but. I mean, God, Jesse Eisenberg managed to forge a career as a bloody actor, so why not give mm. someone a try at, at being Lex Luthor? Because well, they, they I, can't do I, any worse. I have That's to true. say, my, my Lex Luthor, you know, is a bit of a left field, but it would probably just be the animated guy from Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, right? You can't have a cartoon yeah, no, in a live action. Hey, hey, well, is it going to be worse than Jesse Eisenberg? <laughs> just putting you, that out there. You're going to do a just who framed Roger Rabbit there. and have Seriously, like, like, live action just with the, cartoons. I, 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 don't, oh. I don't mean that literally. I mean, I mean in the style that he is played as the character. In that so he an is, older. And oh, I, if he's a bit older, if he just he's very okay. kind of serious. He's he's you know he keeps a, almost like a a level tone to his voice the entire time, no matter kind of what situation he's in, so he's in control. I've gone with Andrew on this in terms of who I would cast, because I was going to go with, uh, in the movie, they do mention that Lex Luthor had a father called Lex, who set up Lex Corp, uh, the business. Yeah. Uh, and that the younger one was just called Alexander Luthor. Um, but I was going to go for an older Lex Luthor, because I think that... You've got Henry Cavill, who's... 34. 34, so he's in his sort of mid-age, and I wanted someone to have far more experience and uh, far more sort of, like, uh, cunning. Can I just take exp- uh, Can I just take offence to that? I'm 34. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, <laughs> like, some, uh, the, the ones that I've cast, you'll see why. So um, my choice is Jesus. <laughs> Brian Cranston, um, because I think him... Like yeah. you, you've he seen would, him in Breaking Bad, and you yeah, can, you he, know he can go full menacing. And he like pulls off a bald guy really well as well. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's what you need, really. Or Charles Dance, too old. I I put Charles Dance too. I would go with Brian Cranston. I think that's a good shout. But yeah. then you've got to look at longevity of films. True. Yeah. So that's why I chose younger mm. actors because mm. you've got to look longevity wise that in, you've got. After Justice League, which we won't ruin for Andrew because he's not seen. Yeah, but, seen it on Thursday. So. But it gives you there is longevity in that character mm. for yeah. for several movies after. So you mm. with Brian, if you're thinking what two two and a half years between major films, I'm sure Brian Cranston isn't that old that we're. I'm sure he <laughs> isn't, but, but if, I, if you're looking for longevity, you just get Keanu Reeves, right? No, yeah. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, he's not going to change <laughs> another good hundred fifty years, maybe. No, yeah. but. But I agree with Cranston, yeah. I would still go with someone younger. I mean, these were just ones that kind of Popped off the top head. of my head yeah. and kind of thinking, well, actually, let, let's let, let's take it back because he does mention his dad and, mm-hmm. you know, Jesse Eisenberg isn't an old an old actor. He's, no. what, 30-something? Probably. What about the guy 30s. from Smallville? Oh, um... Dean Cain? No, the... Uh, <laughs> I can't remember his name. It's Alex. Uh, I know it's literally his real name is Alex something. I have to Google him. Go on. Uh, yeah, yeah, Google it. Yeah, I, I just, 
I, I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, to me, you need there's, there's, the story needs changing, but we'll, I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll get to yeah, the story we'll to in, a in a minute. Bit, yeah. But, you know, let's start with the cast first, because the cast needs a massive, massive overhaul. What about, because you mentioned recasting Henry Cavill, I was okay to keep him, because I actually quite liked him in Man of Steel, because it shows him unsure in his role as superman and but i did want a different uh performance from him in see, this movie uh, see i uh, would just Batman i would just superman. change him and do you know who i would change henry cavill for josh duhamel is that how you pronounce his name josh duhamel Honestly, oh from he's in transformers mm. but i actually like him because when you when you look oh, at the, the, the army, the, the army guy yeah, yeah but he's mm. I, see yeah but he's quite not convinced no i've also got i've got army hammer Army Hammer, he was in Lone Ranger. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he looks exactly like Henry Cavill. <laughs> like, right, you've got okay, so Henry Cavill. Either, either him or Robbie Amell from The Tomorrow People. Um, oh, it was Michael Rosenbaum yes, in Smallville. Michael Rosenbaum, uh, yeah. Wasn't even close. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know. He, he, that would actually, uh, Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad shout because yeah, he's already he's, played Luther One. And he's that age. For like 10 yeah. seasons, so well, <laughs> he knows the character. Well, well it's a version of the character. But then, it? It, I don't know. Interesting to see a new take on it from the same actor, actually. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be interesting to see to see uh, to see a, a different Lex because, he, but the character needs to be rewritten. Yes, oh he, yeah, he yeah. cannot mm. be written as insane because right at the very no. very end, where he's in he's in the cell, yeah, and, and he's just going, and, and he's yeah. just like. Tick-tock, tick-tock, ring, mm. ring. Yeah, and it's just like, no, like, he was well, never... It, it felt like he was. they were getting another Joker character. Yeah. That's yeah. what it felt like. Yeah. And but it Lex... was like, that's not who Lex is. No, no, that no. That's not who he is. No, he's a, he's basically an evil Batman. Because well, he's got yeah. he's got the intelligence. He's got the money. He's got the money. And he is always three steps ahead of you. Or he thinks he <laughs> yeah. is all the time. I just realised Kevin Spacey played Lex Luthor yeah, 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 at yeah, one yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah, but we know that's we, sinister. Yeah, but we know that Kevin Spacey will never ever get a job ever again. No, I know. So, um, but yeah, you know, it, for me it has to be someone a little yeah, bit younger yeah. for longevity. But also mm. the part needs to be rewritten because, oh, you know, with what happens in Justice League, that seems to have just gone. Mm. Completely, and you think, hang on a minute. Even when, even in Batman vs Superman, when he's at the party, he's like Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne. I like putting mm. people together. It's just like that's not that's not yeah. It's just, that's just not who. It's not who I've certainly from reading the comics and no. from watching the like animated shows and Smallville as well and all that stuff. Like Jesse that is not who Lex Luthor is for me. It's, and I yeah. don't know where they got that version of Lex Luthor from. It's, I'm it's, blaming Schneider. I'm blaming Eisenberg. But, and, like, well, yeah, and Eisenberg. You just as well. feel like where, where did they get the idea that okay, we're going to make him a Joker? There was there was times where I honestly right. thought Jesse Eisenberg would turn to the camera and just wink at the audience because yeah. it was that cheesy. Yeah, 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 it wasn't great, but you know we've still got plenty to get through yet. Mm. Um, so let's talk about. I, I want to. I would recast. I would recast Superman, but yeah. more importantly, I would change director. Yes. And probably writing duties, but for me, Schneider is too. <laughs> Instead of Zack Schneider, let's get Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> well, he couldn't do any worse. Let's be honest. See, Schneider, I, yeah. I've got, I've got a wish list. I would love to see either Sam Raimi, okay, Matthew Vaughn. He's done Kickass. He's done. He's got that yeah, sort of actually, sort yeah, of thing. I'd really love good. Matthew Vaughn at doing um, Batman versus. He Superman. did um, Kingsman as he well. He did both Kingsman. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, or Lexi Alexander. She did Punisher um, Warzone. And she's also done Green Street, which is, uh, you know, with Elijah Wood. Yeah. So she can do gritty. Mm-hmm. And but can she do big budget? But then, but then does it matter? Because it does. I don't think it does. Because you, you've only got to look at um, M. Night Shlama Lama Lama Ding Dong. Oh. He's, he, and he couldn't he do used, He used to be great. When he was just given free reign, which is what Schneider was given... Free reign. Mm-hmm. She could probably pull it off. Matthew Vaughan would be top of my list. Do you I, know who I would put as um, either executive producer or possibly assistant director? And this is going to sound really weird, but him. George Miller. Really? Yep. Because if you take a look at his work, uh, a lot of it is relying on uh, not only just practical effects, but very sort of... Uh, intimate storytelling where it's uh, literally a character's journey from A to B 
and he sticks within those paths. And with a movie as big as Batman versus Superman, you really need someone sitting by the director going, okay, this is a good scene, but it's not necessary. You need to tell the story of Superman and Batman, and yeah. that is it. Yeah, I mean, he is very, very good at doing that. Very, very good and at doing that. And like, obviously from his most recent uh, Mad Max Fury Road, uh, you've got the tale of Furiosa and Mad Max, and yeah. I think they intersect really well. I think sometimes uh, maybe it's more Furiosa's story than Mad Max's, but I do think that they are the title characters. It is very interchangeable, though, mm. with those two, and I think, that is, I think that's a very good point. I think the director would need someone... Experience. Experience like that. So that's a that's a fantastic show, actually. Can you imagine Matthew Vaughan and George Miller? Mm. Oh, that'd be a hell of a film. Be and a and I think that that is... I think you've kind of hit the nail on the head that actually you need a director who can focus on telling the story that needs to be told. Exactly. Like, you know, from one thing that I've learned from watching the features on the Lord of the Rings films is that they they could have done so much more, but you have to look at a scene and go... Is this telling this? Is this helping us tell the story of Frodo getting the ring to Mordor? Mm-hmm. No, it isn't. Cut it out. Cut it are, out. are you going to miss it? No. You know, like they're saying, yes, we'd have loved to have seen uh, Tom Bombadil in the, in the old forest, but does it actually provide any context? Does it provide any context to the ring? Is does it, it ever provide, back? Yeah. Does it does yeah. it provide any character advancement? No, it doesn't. So therefore, cut it out. Mm-hmm. You know, and that is kind of what you need. And you know, you felt like. That didn't really happen. It just went a bit all over the place. And I have to say that I do think the extended cut was better mm. because some of the stuff that felt needed wasn't in the original. Yeah. But then, you know, I'm kind of almost talking in opposites here, but like... It had the same problem that Sony's been battling with for years, which is they kept telling this, uh, the audience the same things as though we were children. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is like that intro with Batman's parents looked great. It was phenomenal. Uh, but we phenomenal. already know that he's but, an orphan. Yeah, exactly. Mm. We've we've seen this a hundred times. Show us something we haven't seen before. Yeah, and yeah. that was just eating into time yeah. that could have been yeah. better. Spent and you feel like that th- that was done well in like Spider-Man: Homecoming, where they just go, "No, we know you've seen Uncle Ben." Mm. You know, a hundred a hundred times. So we're just like, going to chuck in there. We're just going to move it on, and just and that's fine. Well, it was know? like a throwaway comment, wasn't it? With everything that she's been through recently, Bosch. Thank you very much. Yeah, Tick done. The box. Like mm. everyone knows this. You yeah. know, everyone knows the character. Uh, that that that's a massive flaw for Batman versus Superman. Is that, like you say, they try and tell us the same things over again. Mm. But let's play a bit of music. Yeah, and then we can get back into looking at Ben Affleck and uh, <laughs> Henry Cavill.
This is Michael Winslow, and you're listening to the Film and TV Show with Richard S. Please press the hash key for more now. Hmm, that was not the hash key. Batman, yeah, <laughs> 1966 original Batman theme tune there from the TV show, and of course the original Superman theme tune. It makes me miss Christopher Reeve, it really mm, does. Yeah. Um, but yes, but anyway, so um, we were talking kind of in between the musical interlude, and mm. Alex has a brand new draft for the film, so he's going to talk us through his rewritten um, premise. Script. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I want. I want script. I want everything. Yeah. Okay, the, the whole budget, script. You know. <laughs> okay, so page one, <laughs> opening scene. No, um, uh, it's basically just a quick overview of things I'd keep, things I'd change. Um, it's quite simple. It, it does follow a lot of the same story beats as the actual movie, but there's just a few things tweaked, so it's not so um, not so contrived, not so long. Uh, basically, it starts with Lex Luthor securing the crash site as originally in the movie. Yeah. Um, so it's the uh, Zod's body, uh, and basically it opens with a couple of things happening. You don't know, it's not explained, but basically he takes uh, parts of Zod's body, like blood samples and things like that, uh, and that's all that's left, uh, other than just basically explaining that Lex Luthor is... Uh, uh, Lex Luthor is currently working on his political ambitions, uh, which follows comic books. Yep. Um, he's very into his politics. And what we do is we basically just have him emulate a little bit of Trump with sort of hate speech against uh, aliens, which is Kryptonians, yeah. like, uh, and everything like metahuman. Uh, and so 
what you eventually find out is there are appearances of Superman all over the globe, um, and they're lethal force. So basically, Superman is killing uh, like criminals just all over the globe. No one really knows what's happening, and Superman doesn't. Uh, he can't seem to respond fast enough to get to these crime scenes and find out what's happening. All he knows is that eventually people start just turning on him and, like, they're terrified when he comes to try and rescue them. Like, he just plain doesn't understand. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Batman, on the other hand, uh, is in his prime. He's in Gotham and he's doing, like, all of his detective stuff. And he flat out does not believe that Superman uh, is capable of lethal force, uh, despite the rest of the world saying otherwise. And we get uh, great scenes of him working together with Alfred and Oracle, Mm -hmm. uh, because I thought she was actually cast in the movie at one point yeah. as Jenna Malone. Yes, yeah. Yeah, well, um, she makes a brief scene in the extended thing. But the she's, extended never, she's never named. Yeah. She is just, she's just yeah, there. She's, she's just there, of, yeah, she? and then gone. Yeah, so we, we get that sort of piece together, uh, detective work, and uh, they do eventually meet at, like, a Lex Luthor political party, uh, where he's, again, you know, campaigning for his uh, presidency and things like that, or senator, whatever. Uh, it just has to be political. Uh, and basically, we get the, uh, instead of the awkward moment of um, Lex Luthor introducing both of them, we have Bruce Wayne going up to Lex and basically questioning him in a sly way, finding out that, yes, it's Lex behind all this, somehow he's doing it. And then we've got Lex Luthor approaching Clark Kent, unassumed reporter, just there covering the campaigning. Uh, and he starts talking about um, Lois and basically says that somehow he's got a hold of Lois now, and that uh, if Clark doesn't stop Batman, then something's going to happen um, yeah. to Lois. Whereas in the main film, it's <clears> that he's his got mother. his mum, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just wanted to scrap the mother bit, because I thought the whole Martha... Yeah, that was just... Say the name? I know, right? It's yeah. super cheesy, and like, no one, like it's, it's a good little, oh, we didn't know that both of their mother's name is Martha, but now we do. And To, to hinge a giant plot point yeah. on is a bit... Loose and rubbish. You, you, that's lazy writing, yeah, though. Yeah, really lazy. So basically, we get a little scene of Superman actually arriving to fully stop Batman, uh, but Batman doesn't throw fists at all. What he does is he just pulls his cowl straight off and just goes, "Listen, I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm human, and I'm going to try and help you as best as I can because I don't think you're the lethal force that everyone thinks you are." Yeah. Um, and so you get like them working together. Uh, they find out that obviously it's on the crashed ship because that's the only place that superman can't like use his vision or yeah. you know just a little plot point there um they find lois and they find that basically what he's done uh what lex has done is activated a eradicator uh which in the comics is basically like an android that has pretty much all the superman's powers yeah um like when superman actually dies uh the eradicator takes over his role and responsibilities for a point but okay. in this case in doomsday you think yeah saying. yeah uh, doomsday comic series yeah, so after that, we've got, like, this evil Superman, effectively, Android, uh, going up against Superman. So you've got some uh, crazy Man of Steel-type uh, CGI fights there. Yeah. And then on the other side, we've got Batman taking out the rest of the guards that are uh, attacking Lois or yeah. keeping Lois. Um, <clears throat> in the final bits, obviously, all that you have is uh, finding out the only way you can shut down this robot is with more Kryptonian DNA. So um, basically Batman has to do the impossible, which is take on the Eradicator for a couple of minutes just while Superman shuts it, shuts yeah. it down. Uh, so you get that moment of actually seeing bat what Batman would do versus a Superman. Yeah. Uh, and then right at the very, very end, like post credit sort of thing, uh, after they've sort of just like joined up and... And beat the Eradicator and, and stuff. the Eradicator. Yeah. You've got one scene where it's... Uh, <clears throat> Clark being invited to the Batcave and basically shown all the different files of all the different metahumans and going, this is why I trust you, because I believe uh, you're meant to make a difference in a good way. Uh, and then the very ending scene with Lex finding the Kryptonian DNA of Clark, ready to make a clone or whatever. Yeah. That's see, it. Now, see, now that would, that would be good, but the only thing is then they would have to completely redo mm. parts of Justice League. Yeah, completely. Obviously. Well, yeah, but then, but but then no thing, uh, I've made yeah. my feelings... Uh, very clear about Justice League, and you can find that on my uh, WordPress site as well, yeah. filmandtvshow.wordpress.com. Um, yeah, I mean, I, to, for me personally, I just felt like 
they were trying to cover too many stories in in one film. Yeah, uh, you know, they're mm. they're trying to cover the Batman versus Superman. They're trying to cover Doomsday as well. They're trying to cover the death of Superman. They're trying to cover bringing in Wonder Woman as well. And you're just like, to be to, for me, I'd cut out Doomsday almost entirely. Yep. I would cut out as much as I love Gal Gadot. I would ki- potentially keep her in like the museum scene. Where oh yeah. not the museum scene the uh, well there's the museum well, bit and the and the party yeah the party where she, scene. where she nicks the drive, drive or whatever it is yeah um so keep her in those bits but not have her in the rest of it and it sounds mm. odd because I absolutely loved her and I thought she was one of the best parts of the film but is she integral to the telling of the story no. no and especially if you remove Doomsday she's completely irrelevant yeah. so cut her out and then yeah so you're then cutting out also cutting out the death of Superman storyline because exactly. that could be Man of Steel too. Where yeah. you, actually you don't need Batman in that at all because yeah, he, he's not in the original, you know, Doomsday storyline. Doomsday storyline is Superman versus a Doomsday, and that's it. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's no and, no interaction from anyone it, else. But then that that all again comes down to writing, comes down to Schneider, the the guys that, that, that wrote it, and you just mm. think something mm. it is lazy. And you're right, they have they did chuck in loads of stuff mm. in in Batman versus Superman, and it, it was it's just so unnecessary to flood it like they. They must have panicked so much before release. Well, not release, but just like concept. Like, we've got to make this 100%. We've got to throw everything into it. And it just comes off like a bloated mess. Whereas the thing that I've just read out to you uh, basically sets up a case of if you did do a Man of Steel right after that, Mm. you could have the Doomsday fight in that, have a full movie of just Superman versus Doomsday, and then right after you've got the possibility to bring the Eradicator back as a uh, as a potential good guy. Yep. Um, Superboy brought back yep. uh, from his cloning DNA. You could even introduce Bizarro or something like that. Yeah. But but uh, and that's the thing is that they it's like they don't have any foresight for any of this. If they mm. want to build a DCEU, they've got to take it slow. Yeah yeah yeah. But they've yeah. also got to stop chucking stuff at it. It's like they're throwing shit against a wall and hoping something sticks. Yes. Which is what they yeah. did in Batman versus Superman. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it was the whole thing from the start of the premise, you know. Again, Batman versus Superman. Okay, yes, you know Batman's story, but this is a new Batman with a new actor, new a new story. It's very, very different from the Christopher Nolan trilogy because mm. that is very grounded in this Batman could actually be real. He could exist in, in the world as yeah. we know it. Whereas the Batman in this, you know, Batman versus Superman probably couldn't because then you've got all these kind of metahumans and and crazy mm. you know things going on yeah. so he lives in a very different universe so he has to be a very different kind of batman because he's got to accept that these things happen absolutely whereas you know christian bales just wouldn't work because it would be completely ridiculous yeah but, i mean I, I wouldn't have bales batman as uh, in batman versus no, superman no because it just wouldn't work no but, but then i i would i would change Affleck, Affleck, you know, he was the best thing about the film for me. Yeah. But I still think, having now watched Justice League, mm. he should be re- he should have been re- he should have been recast. It should be somebody else doing Batman. He's look he's looking like he's getting fatigued. He looks like he just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He just looks mm. like he doesn't care. And and that. That's well, the, you uh, wonder if he's just because he's got such negative reviews for Batman. Even though. Most of the reviews Batfleck. were saying Batfleck was the best thing about the film, or one of the best yeah. things about the film. Still, that the the film got so critically panned that maybe he just doesn't want to be part of it anymore. But he's kind of tied into this contract. Yeah, of, you know, I've got to do this next one. Um, you know, and and it's a shame. It is a shame because, like yeah. you said, I thought he was one of the best parts of the film. And and like we were kind of saying in the break that, you know, I if you were keeping the exact same storyline, I would keep Bat. Uh, ben, Affleck. ben Affleck in because yeah. he did a great job of playing that Batman. But yeah. if you're changing the storyline to him not being a an older Batman that's kind of a bit jaded and he's had mm. you know yeah. he's clearly had a Robin die under his under his watch and all this kind of stuff and he's now going he's actually killing people which is something Batman would never do in most circumstances. Yeah. In my, you know in the comics yeah, that is kind of his line that he doesn't cross. There's like zero you know. reference that any Robins like. No matter how many of the Bat family that you kill off, it doesn't stop him from keeping to his morals, which yeah. I found a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, in the in the Red Hood storyline, where you know Jason Todd comes back after he he gets resurrected in the Lazarus pits after having been killed by the Joker with a crowbar, basically as Robin, he just wails on him and kills him, and yet he comes back and is attacking Batman because Batman didn't kill the Joker for for 
killing Robin. Yeah. You know, mm. and he's so angry at him because how could you not kill him after he killed me? Yeah. Uh, you know, but Batman is that very character who won't do that. And then no, exactly. within five minutes in the film, he's shooting people or, you know, with, with the kind of the, the car. And you're it's, just like, it mm. is ridiculous. I, I would recast him. I would have, and I put this in our chat, yeah. I would yeah, put yeah, Matt Bomber, who was from White Collar. Mm. Uh, I actually really like him. I was going to mm. cast Dan Stevens. You did say Dan Stevens, and he just, would also be very good as well. If you see, um, if you do manage to watch a movie on Netflix, I think it's called House Guest with Dan Stevens in, and he portrays uh, two different sides of a psychopath, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does a phenomenal job of being both menacing and charming in the same movie. And I just thought, what? I'd give him a chance. Yeah. Yeah, he would. He would be very good. Um, mm. I, I only really I chose Matt Bomber purely because I think that uh, in in White Collar he's very charming, very exactly, yeah. that that's the persona he is. But mm. he's all, he's not so much menacing as he's cunning, mm. and that's mm. what it because he plays a he plays a um, a, a thief. The thing and, is, there's uh, so many tremendous actors out there that could play it way better than. Um, some of the people they've cast. Yeah, but they went for Affleck because mm. it's because it's, a it's Affleck. Name. It's big a big name. name. Yep. You know, Henry Cavill isn't exactly doesn't set the world alight with his name, does he? He's not mm. really that well known apart from being in Man of Steel. Um, so they have to stick in, you know, Batfleck. So mm. to kind of give it. But yeah, that I, th- extra... I thought I thought he played the Batman side of things better than he played the Bruce Wayne side. Yeah. Bruce, Bruce Wayne, he didn't quite have that charm. But then again, is that because he's been given this story of, well, actually, Bruce Wayne is now a bit jaded because he's, you know, in his... He's just a tired old know, billionaire. Yeah, yeah. He, he, you know, his house has been blown up. He, You know, he's uh, he's had Robin's die under his watch. Who knows what else has happened whilst yeah. he's, you know... Mm. But then that's the problem. We you know. don't know. Well, all, we thing, get, all we get is this Batman that is, that is uh, he's down, he's grumpy, he's doesn't really care he's yeah. kind of just like Meh, you know uh, but it, he he pulls it off yeah. but, uh, for that storyline but yeah. it, we you should change the storyline you need to change the storyline yeah. yeah. because there's too much in it and i think that's that is the main issue yeah. with batman versus I mean, superman is there's too much in it yeah and like i mean a, an absolute example of that is the dream slash vision slash what oh, is a parallel universe like what is it is it a future is it kind of yeah. you know when he's having the vision about uh superman being evil almost a kind of injustice storyline mm-hmm. where you know uh in injustice he joker kills lois and superman kills joker and then starts basically killing Kill, people yeah. because he's he's had enough and well it, lois is also pregnant with his child and yeah, yeah. so basically he he starts killing people and batman still has to stop him and that's you, you see that scene, and you're like, yeah. okay, is this a parallel universe? And is then this there was kind the of giant dark side symbol. Yeah, there was the Omega just, for Dark Side, which yeah. is apocalypse symbol. And then, then he kind of wakes up, and then the Flash is there, popping out of the the Speed Force, kind of going, it's about Lois. It's a, you know, yeah, it's you've got you to save Lois, and you're like, okay. And then so he's is that save again Martha. about injustice, and then it's saving Martha, and you're like, yeah, what is on. it? And and like. You, they, you never get a clear idea of it. Was it a vision? Was it actually him seeing a, a clip of the future or a potential future? Or, or was never, it Flashpoint? Yeah, well, like it's never really explained as to no. what is going on. And and it, it felt like why did why was that in the film? Like, is he just having some crazy dream about the, what Superman could become? The um, only reason I thought it was in there was to sort of prey on like Bruce Wayne's paranoia at that time because he yeah. seemed very paranoid after that. Like. There's a one percent chance that he turns evil. Yeah, but I, yeah. But then yeah. Th- there was no reference to like the like only people that have read the comics would know the dark side symbol. They know what the exactly. parademons are. They'd know the significance yeah. of that kind and of stuff. And they're making that assumption that everyone has yeah, has and, and, read and the comics. And yet again, then there's the bit at the beginning where it's like, oh, but did you know his parents died? It's like, yeah. yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. How about yeah. don't tell us that and tell us what they yeah. are. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> let's play a couple of songs and then we'll uh, and then we'll come back. stand on the edge of life searching for the key in time if you hear me don't be afraid just walk into the light so if you tell me life is a mystery know that my heart is with you 
And if you see me, Lord, will you help me see through the mirror in time? This is not a last goodbye. So here we lay, towards the lights are bright, holding out for truth inside. If I call your name, don't hesitate, just know my heart is yours always. And if you help me to reach my own destiny, know that forever is true. And if you see me, I'm Set me free, know that the change is in time. This is now a last goodbye. Listening to the Film and TV Show with Richard S. on Heroid Community Radio. Gotham City 
There we go, an iconic R. Kelly song there, Gotham City, <laughs> by uh, for, which was Batman Forever, yes. I think. And then before that was a, you, a song that you won't ever hear in any Superman or Batman uh, TV shows or films or anything, but the band is called Sons of Kal-El, which yeah. is obviously mm. Superman's real yes. name. And right. the song was Last Goodbye, and I think that's kind of fitting for for what happened, spoiler, in Batman versus Superman, the yeah. current film. So I thought, oh, do you know what? And it's also, you know, it's the band of uh, one of the 753 Film Club, um, ad, uh, you know, founders, and he's a, you know, he's local to, to Peterborough, to Yaxley. Yeah. So uh, shout out to the Sons of Carlisle because mm. um, it's a great album that that they've got. So you should absolutely go and find it because it's pretty, it is decent. But yeah, I thought, well, why not? You know, Sons yeah, of Carlisle, absolutely, chuck it in there. So with um, with the six minutes we've got left, <laughs> um, I know. So let's kind of arc over everything we would do to change so we would change everything basically we would yeah, we, we would use what alex has come up with in terms of his plot line because that's more feasible than you know throwing mm. shit against a wall and seeing what sticks you know like you said angie when you've got the death of superman you've got doomsday you've got um a nutty lex luther you it kind yeah. it, 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 it doesn't work you know we'd recast batman as mm. to who we don't really know. I, open it up for casting calls. Open it calls. up for casting calls, absolutely. I, yeah. I would champion Matt Bomber or Dan yeah. Stevens. Um, I think they'd both be very, very superb at, um, at doing that. We would change Cahill, uh, Cavill, even. Yeah. yeah. Um, recast Superman. Again, it's a tough one. Personally, for me, I'd, I'd pick Josh Duhamel, but that's uh, that, that's because I think he would fit in quite nicely as, as Superman. He's got that... He's got that rugged. I've just never seen him yeah. clean shaved, like ever. Yeah, but then, but then like, having well. Superman with a beard and stuff isn't necessarily a bad thing because we know we, we know what it's like trying to get rid of it. 
Justice League. <laughs> mm, yeah. So that's that's top lip. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that top lip. Honestly, oh, what shocking. Are, what are they doing? No, I think Army ha- uh, Army Hammer would be a. Good He'd be show. a good shout. Yeah, good absolutely, shout. Army Hammer. Because um, he can actually play a bit of a lighter comedic side as well. Which... Yeah, which we, you need at mm. some point. Let, let's just let's just bring in the Rock. Why can't he be Superman? No, no, because no, because no. No, the Rock out. has to be everybody. Because the Rock is <laughs> yeah. in everything. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm saying. Yeah, but no, Army Hammer. Can you imagine a Rock Batman? Be amazing, Jesus <laughs> would be amazing. <laughs> Can you smell what Bruce Wayne is cooking? <laughs> yeah, just rock bottom, hundred dollar bills. <laughs> oh, it's you, Bruce. You you can see through my mask. No, it's literally just you <laughs> with a Batman hood on. I yeah. think it's really difficult to find anyone yeah. else yeah. who's built like a brick shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, so Army Hammer then as uh, as Superman. Yeah. Um, Matt Bomber or Dan Stevens as Batman. Yeah. Uh, Lex Luthor is kind of up in the air. You know, for longevity, you'd have a mm. youngster, but Brian Cranston would make an excellent. But then Michael Rosenbaum, like you said, did mm. it before, so maybe bring him back for the big screen. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Um, director, somebody else. Well, yeah. I, I, I think someone that doesn't use so much slow mo. <laughs> I, I think yeah. Matt Vaughan with George Miller. That would be sick. By side would be absolutely sick using your. Your bits. There we go. We are fixed. Batman versus <laughs> Superman. That's, let us know what you think. Yeah, yeah. please do let us know what you think because I'd be very interested to see what everyone thinks of our newer version of Batman versus Superman. And obviously, without giving away spoilers for Justice League, if none of you have seen it yet, then it opens it up for a very different Justice League, which would probably get better reviews than what it's been yep. getting, depending mm. on where you read. If you read Rotten Tomatoes, then it sucks. If you read, um, if you read anywhere else, it, it, it sucks. Not, well, hey, <laughs> quite a few people have been saying it's okay. Like not, even not so. even me, even I think it's okay, and yeah. it is just okay. Yeah, I think that's the thing. You know, like, it is just. It could be so much better if we make the changes. You know, if you're listening, Warner Brothers, DC, you. If you're listening, yeah. call us. You know, I'm Alex. sure they'll be jumping on that. In a hot second. You know, Alex can write the scripts. He yeah. can write the theme tune and sing the theme tune. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, he can do all of that. And we can get direct. I know directors, you know, <laughs> shout out, shout out Jeff Harmer at Dead Air Movie. You can do that easily. Um, <laughs> you know, so that, that's how we would, that's how we would fix it. And, you know, I think that sounds like a much better movie than what it was. And we wouldn't call it Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice either. No, it's a bit of a mouthful. Yeah. Just, yeah, just a bit, a bit nothing. Just Batman versus Superman. Yeah. That's what you need. That, that, that's literally all it needs to be is Batman versus Superman. You don't need anything else. Don't overcomplicate it because mm. it really doesn't need it. Um, so, yeah, so that's how we would fix Batman versus Superman. I think that's... It's made me kind of want to go and watch it. <laughs> I don't know about you. But we just need someone to make it. If anyone out there that wants to make that film, yeah. let's make it happen. Animated as well. Yeah. 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 Easy, yeah. You, do you know, if someone made that animated, that would be amazing. Mm. Thinking of royalties you'd get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright Alex Wilde. Yeah. Defamation <laughs> cases. Shocked. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, I think that's that would make a much better film with what, what we've yeah. said in terms yeah. of... The, the changes to be made. Yeah. Obviously, we haven't touched on Amy Adams. I thought she was very good as Lois Lane, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I think she's very good. Yeah. The time um, that she had on screen, which wasn't very much, admittedly. You know. yeah, but she's a great actress anyway. I think she's really... I, I really like her anyway. <laughs> she had more detective work in that movie she than did. Batman. She yeah. did. <laughs> and she's only... And I say only a reporter, but she's a reporter. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like she had... Not the world's greatest a, a, a detective. Shed no, exactly. So, so yes. Yeah, so, so that's it. We fixed Batman versus Superman. Disagree or agree, let us know on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Feel free to get in touch. If you uh, don't know the social media by now, then uh, go back and listen to some of the other shows because it's on all of those. (laughs) Um, If you just go on Twitter, at the FTV show, everything you need is on there. WordPress, Instagram, Facebook, everything's on there. If you do want to drop a review, it would be massively appreciated. Would love a review um, so we know what you guys think. There's loads of you out there that listen, um, so I do thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I know that the guys here... Uh, love it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it's great that that you guys uh, that you guys listen and and, and you like what we do. Mm. You know, it's 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 brilliant. So um, thank you very much, gentlemen. That's it. Hours up. Thank you. Thank you very much thank for coming. Uh, as of next week, for three weeks and three weeks only, every single show is Christmas based. I will be doing a World Cup of Christmas films on Twitter. So if you don't follow me on Twitter, make sure you do because so there's going like... to be a World Cup of uh, Christmas. 
films for each week, um, different weeks, and I will tell you about those on Twitter. So uh, keep an eye out for like that. Die Hard, Die Hard Two, and Die well, Hard Three. Well, obviously, that's, that's Christmas. Right? Obviously, that's it. well, yeah, <laughs> well, that, that, that just Die Hard does it. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, um, gentlemen, thank you very, very much. Thank you. It's been, been an absolute pleasure, pleasure. and um, I will speak to you all again next week. But the bells already been rung. And they've heard it, but in the dark, among the stars. <laughs> Ding dong, the god is dead. Back on solid